Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and today we are setting a new record. I have a multitude of guests all here to talk about a special, um, gone but not forgotten, uh, Bruce fan. So um, why don't we go around the table and introduce yourselves, um, and we will, uh, and then I want to hear whoever is going to take lead talk about what we're here to talk about. Okay, I'm Joanne. Um, I am a friend of Mo's sister, Eileen, and Mo, and everybody here as well. I'm Eileen Maureen's sister. She's my baby sister. Hi, I'm Joe. I'm Mo's nephew. I'm Benny. I'm Mo's friend. Hi, I'm Tricia. I'm Mo's friend. And Eileen and Joe's friend. Yes. <laughs> and Joanne. Yes, yes. We've all, oh, Jesse, we've all become very, very close friends. I imagine uh, this is such a great story. Um, and Kathy's on the phone from L.A. Yes, Kathy is the one. Um, she is not living through Twitter, uh, wanting to know what's going to be played on the uh, second part of the show tonight. She's actually going to be there listening, and, and we're all jealous. Correct. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, I won't, I won't get it. What we're here to talk about is... Uh, your friend Mo, Maureen, a huge Springsteen fan. She was fighting her battle with cancer um, and F cancer. Um, it takes too many good people. She lost the battle, correct? Correct. She and did. so in the spirit of Dr. Seuss, um, let's not be um, sad it's over. Let's be glad it happened. Um, you guys decide to do something a little special to remember her. So um, if that's vague enough introduction, why don't you guys take turns and tell me a little bit about her and then why you guys decide to do this. Okay, we're going to let Vinny and Trish start with this because this was their plan. Um, so Mo Mac was the best person anyone would ever meet. I mean... No one who ever met her for a minute didn't say that she was the nicest person they knew. And she never had a bad thing to say about anyone. She was just happy all the time, even through her illness. She was just an amazing person who brought a lot of people together, you know, when she was alive. And um, it was hard on us. And when when she didn't, you know, win this battle, and our good friend Vince. <laughs> well, we were, and all the things Trisha said about Mo. I've known Mo since I was probably eight years old. She she was the ultimate. A lot of things Trisha said. She was the ultimate Southside Irish girl you'd ever meet. She epitomized our neighborhood. Not just all it, but like friendship, loyalty, and. I can't remember being at, ever being at a bar with Maureen where we didn't play a Springsteen song. And we were together Thanksgiving night or Thanksgiving weekend uh, for Notre Dame game. And I saw all her friends and her family. And you just couldn't help but think of Ma Maureen. And we we're talking about how the Springsteen concert was going. And we we're saying, 
you know, she would have been at least at three or four of those shows. So I just said, you know, why don't we all get together and cover as many shows for Mo as possible? And her two two of her best friends, she had 900 best friends because <laughs> she loved everybody. <laughs> um, they they took it to a new level. Is okay. We're gonna we're not just gonna go to these concerts. We're gonna get green shirts, and we're gonna. And that and, is Kathy and Trish that are here. We're you know, and then they had a spreadsheet, and we had meetings about <laughs> how to do this, and it just spreadsheets are important. Yeah, it, and and they um, now it's you know, again, like Trisha said, um, I don't think Mo would want any of her friends being sad or. And I think she probably got this idea going and said, all right, here, this is this is what I want. So that, that's kind of kind of how, you know, me, Trish, and Snores got together on this. Snores is over there probably readjusting her lipstick. Snores, I miss that. She's the one in L.A. <laughs> I think one of, the, one of the important things we have to mention is when she was going through chemo, we went to two concerts in Nashville and Atlanta, and there was nothing stopping her from seeing her boyfriend. So Nashville in 2012. Yes, I was there. So I feel like even more of a bond. Um, so I just there's a couple of things that come up to mind right away. Um, one, I I don't mean this sacrilegious, but I think it fits in the context. You know, Matthew 18:20. By the way, I looked that up, listeners. I did not know this right off my hand, but um, but I did know the vi- the verse that says, "For where two or three gather in my name, I am there with you." And I think of that when two or three of you are gathered there at a Springsteen show, she's there with you. Correct. And I also. There's a lot of things that Bruce has said that I um, call gospel, but one of the most touching things I'd ever heard was at the Apollo Theater. You know, I'm listening to it on Sirius, and when he says, "Are we missing anybody?" and he says, "You know, if you're here and we're here, they're here," and I just lost it because I think of grandparents and dear friends that are gone and when you're at a big family gathering you feel like they're there and feel her yes i imagine what a wonderful idea well it's nice too because what the reaction that we're getting from fans like to all of these shows we've been to uh, you know people have family members who are who are battling cancer who can't go to the show and, and this one woman was like, my husband is going to be so happy to hear this story. Like, he's going through this right now. I love that you guys are doing this. And, you know, people, everyone has lost a loved one. And they're, like, Mo is still making people smile through these green t-shirts and this crazy tour that Vince started. I mean, it's nice. Well, even when we were in St. Louis. There were people that would come up to you in the bathroom. We saw you on the Jumbotron. We know your green shirts. And now after all these concerts, when you go to one, people know who this group is. They recognize us and they say something. And that St. Louis tour, like you're talking about, you know, Mo was with us. We sat in the front row. The Rileys had a front row. 
in their area and, and the four of us had front row. That doesn't just happen. So we, we again, it was... That was right behind stage. We are in all the videos. We are in all the pictures that people took because we're right behind him. And that was like, someone is helping make this happen. And right? we think it's Mo. <laughs> The magic of moment. <laughs> Absolutely, that I totally agree. Um, so this is not only in celebration of her, but I I do feel that this is a way to inspire other fans and non fans. Not that anyone should not be a fan of to the never, no surrender, keep fighting. My personal one of my favorite songs is Better Days. Because I love the message that life is a journey and you need to enjoy that journey. Um, every step of it, every moment of it, they are the better days. So tell me a little bit, share a few stories on the road. And then I also want to go back and hear some stories about maybe um, y'all Springsteen story together. Well, you just mentioned the, one of your songs, No Surrender. Mo's uh, ringtone on her phone was always No Surrender. And she, when she wrote out her mass booklet, which she basically dictated to me, um, she had quoted some Springsteen things, and she had a couple of songs that were quoted in there, and one was her No Retreat, No Surrender, and the other one was Meet Me in the Land of Hope and Dreams. I was just interviewed i'm so proud that um dad rock the podcast for usa today um met with me and interviewed me um one of them has been on the podcast and i'm trying to get the other one on there and they said what are your three top springsteen songs if you can do that and i said land of hope and dreams better days and the third one changes every day um, and I said, that's as, that, that's as close as I could get. And I know that's a cheat, you know, land of hope and dreams is my default when I need to write something, um, on a webpage when someone has passed. Um, I've told the story many times that I quoted that at one of my best friend's funeral and I quoted it at my father's funeral. And I hope years from now, years, years, years from now, my son will quote it, quote it at mine. Um, so I, I, she, I already love her because she has great taste. <laughs> yes, she does. Talk about was how long had had Mo been a fan, and how about all of you? Are are you guys just fans of Mo, or are you fans of Bruce as well? Well, I'm a lifer um, since I was in seventh grade. So Born to Run was my first album that I learned, and then it was going back to the other albums prior to that. But, And I've been traveling to the concerts with my siblings since we were young, and we've never missed a show in Chicago. And now we've separated a little bit on the tour because one went to Arizona with Trish, and then another one went to Louisville, and then my two sisters went to the Chicago concert with me. So Lifer over here. And I would say Maureen was probably my biggest influence for Bruce because she was always listening to him. I was away at college, she was home, and then she was in college and I was working and then later on we just kind of got together again and and she was always listening to Bruce. She had him in his car, she had, he had him on Sirius XM, she was always playing Bruce songs. 
So I, um, Trisha and I, and probably, I'm going to say 20 people went to the Jersey concert, and it was probably 15 years ago in the Meadowlands. And Maureen was really the reason that we went, because she loves New York. So we all went to New York. We spent the weekend there. We got limos, and we went across to the Meadowlands. We tailgated in the parking lot, and it started to rain, so we all went inside. And by the time we got inside, it was a downpour. And Bruce, like, we all went into the bathroom to get garbage bags as our ponchos. <laughs> and Bruce came out playing Who Will Stop the Rain. And it was just something that I, I remember. You yeah. know, every time I see him, if it's raining, you know, that's the song that I think about. And that was, I got to spend that time with Mo. I probably went to... All but two of the 23 shows I've been to with Mo. She just, if he was in Chicago, she went all three nights. Right. And she would, like, we would get a ticket together, and then all of a sudden she would call me and be like, I went again last night. I'd be <laughs> like, oh my God. And then she would go the next night. Um, she couldn't get enough of him. And now I, because we've been going to so many shows on this tour and we went to so many on the last tour with her, I get it. Like every show is different and you know, it's, he's just so unique and he's playing the same album for the first hour and a half, but it's not the same show ever. And it's just, and there's no one that can match his stamina, yeah. his personality. There's it's no one like great. Him. It's great. I, I totally agree with you. Um, there was a fair amount of buzz from some people that, well, I won't go to multiple shows because part of the joy of seeing Bruce is you never know the set list. But I have – I've made two shows so far on this tour, um, both Pittsburgh and then Louisville. And then – We were in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yes. I, and then I'm planning to go to the Dallas, which is my home show, and then Oklahoma City, my son, is going to his first show. Um, and I'm ecstatic. I, I've, I did not feel like it was the same show at all. I, I think the diversity of the river and then what songs he's doing. And then Louisville, we got the little bonus after Shout when Max had given away his drumsticks. All of a sudden, Bruce like, ah, I still feel like playing. And they did, uh, you know, Bobby Jean. And I felt like I'd gotten a whole second concert, just oh, that one awesome. song. Because, you know, yeah. you're sitting there depressed that it's over. And you're like, oh, we've got one more? So, yes. Um, now, I know that you uh, – I, I read your open letter to Bruce. Um, and – so talk a little bit about what you guys were hoping that he could acknowledge maybe or play a song for you guys. So, and share that story with me. And let me just start with, I think as Trisha and Vince and Snores came up with this, you know, MoMAC concert tour, it was just, we were just going to go because it was Maureen's love of music. And while we were in, they ordered the t-shirts and while we were in Pittsburgh, there were so many people who stopped us. And they're like, what are your shirts all about? Tell us the story. And, you know, we were in tears. They were in tears. And it just really brought us all together. And then it was some guy in a bar who said, well, you need to start a Facebook page. 
And we started that Facebook page and invited our friends and, you know, it was 20 likes, it was 30 likes, and now we're up to over 300. And it's, it's amazing because you see people every day in the workforce and they're like, wow, you guys are doing an amazing thing. They're, they, it's, I don't know, it's wild. It's bringing people together from all walks of life because everyone has a connection to this in one way or another. So on our way home from Pittsburgh, it was Joanne who got this letter together, and then she can tell you the story about that one. Well, I just had a friend who um, had, is a close person. Well, he knows the head of security at the United Center, and I was able to get a package to Bruce and the band with my letter and some shirts in it to Bruce. And I do know that he received them, and the night of the Chicago show... Um, I didn't tell anybody about what I requested, and my request was that he play No Surrender or Into the Fire. And um, so during No Surrender, the lights went green, and we were all in a box. There were 40 of us in two skyboxes, and I looked at Eileen, and I said, I think this is for you guys. And, you know, you're not sure because you have no confirmation. But he took three times to start the song, and I've never seen that ever at one of his concerts and before. And he didn't check it in the set list. My brother was on the floor and he didn't sound check No Surrender. So, I mean, my brother's went to like 50 shows and he was like, he played that for you because of this amazing letter. So we believe that that was played for them and the stage has been green with that since then when he brings it into the show. Um, you know, we, we feel like he's connected with the group. And in St. Louis, he um, walked to the corner of the stage. He looked right at these four. He pointed up at them. And in the bathroom, they said the four of them were on the Jumbotron through the whole song. So so we went to Milwaukee, and there were a couple of girls who had the shirts on the floor. And, you know, I think Joanne's letter was just some type of little acknowledgement. She said, I know that, you know, you can't meet us. We're not getting autographs. You know, it was just... It to for him to acknowledge that we were there, whatever it was. So there were two girls on the floor, and a security guard walked up to them, and he said, we've been looking for you. And these two girls looked at him like, well, what do you mean? What did we do? We just got here. <laughs> and the security guard said, I'll be right back. And he came back, and he gave them the shirt that Bruce autographed, the one that Joanne got to him in Chicago. Uh, a month and a half about five weeks in between prior to that so this girl says I have a present she's texting me I could see her she we were way up way up tall and she was down near the floor but she wasn't in the pit she was behind and she said we have a present we have an incredible Momac present and I'm like what are you talking about so I met her after the concert and she had her purse around her waist and I saw this t-shirt and I said oh my god he gave you back the t-shirt and she took it out and opened it up and there was his giant autograph. So we came around the building and there were six of us still standing outside and we were in tears. We were just in amazement. And as we stood on the street talking, still in awe, Bruce drove by in his car and he honked and he waved to us. <laughs> it was awesome. That is awesome. Unbelievable. Yeah. So here's where, when you say, what would you request? So here's where I am. <laughs> because, you know, I didn't get enough yet for this group of people. So 
this is what I'm thinking, and you could go ahead and publicize this to everyone in Brooklyn, because New York and Brooklyn are it's the last show in the states before he goes out of state, out of country, and this group is going to go to the April 23rd concert, and what I would love. <laughs> <laughs> You can do it, Jordan. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would love for the people in Brooklyn to support this group and order T-shirts online, and I would love that whole place to be in green T-shirts that night. So Mo's spirit is there for that last week on that last show that this group would be together. And if, and if they can't do that, I would love for Bruce to bring my friend Eileen on stage <laughs> and let her dance during Dancing in the Dark since Mo never got her chance to dance. Oh. So, right. so those are my very small requests. <laughs> <laughs> She's not asking for a lot, Jesse. Oh, yeah, all we need to do is, you know, green out the, um, you know, the stadium. Uh, where is the Where is the link to get shirts? Um, it's actually on the website. It's on the Facebook page. Oh, the Facebook page, yes. There is, um, they can either message on the Facebook page directly to us. There's also an order form that is on the Facebook page that they could print out and mail in or... It's got the contact information and the address and stuff. And so all the information is on the Facebook page, and there is now a Twitter page as well that is linked to the Facebook page. Um, and the Twitter page is at MMSpringsteen16, because we couldn't fit all the letters in. <laughs> and, and so I'm... we would like everyone to bring her spirit here. She's here, and she's connected more, as I've said before and I said in the letter, she has brought more people together in her death than anyone could do in an entire lifetime. So I'm looking at the page now. It, it says submit no later than Monday, February 22nd. But oh, you, guys, yeah. you guys are going to share. Uh, are you printing them as they go or do you have others print up? We're printing them basically as we go as people were ordering them. But if everyone's going to order them for Brooklyn, we'll make a nice big order. Once Snores gets back from her concert in L.A. <laughs> we've already had some orders since we've connected with um, Mitch out in Jersey and people that have friended him and now have connected on our page are ordering shirts that have never met us, don't know us, but they love her story and they want to represent her at these concerts. Well, I will tell you, uh, Chris and I are going to Oklahoma City and I had my Set Lusting Bruce shirts to wear to promote the podcast. What I'm going to do though is I'm going to order the Mo T-shirts, and we're going to change. We're going to pre-show. We're going to have our set lusting Bruce shirts on because I try to talk to people and kind of do a pre-show uh, live to tape. You know, kind of I just visit with anyone I can find, kind of get their prescriptions, and then I go edit up and I put that as a trip report. But then we will change to the Mo 
um, and we will wear green in Oklahoma City, and I will wear green in Dallas um, oh, for you guys. We, we don't, I don't think we had those concerts covered. Well, I just think that, and and the the T-shirt, it's it's going to a scholarship, correct? Yes, right. yeah, Maureen went to Loyola and Loyola in Chicago, and for a semester she went studied abroad in Rome, Loyola of Rome, and when they came up with the T-shirt um, design and idea, a portion of the money is going to the scholarship that was set up in her name that helps to send some kids to Loyola of Rome. And helps kids who might not otherwise have the chance for extra activities in school, you know. So um, it, it's for a good cause. And for, you know, we always say Mo took everything to the next level. Like she was just like the fun, you know, never ended. And so we're just trying to spread more of her sunshine through this. <laughs> What do you think she would have been thinking about this river tour? I think she would have loved it. And I think she would have been to as many concerts as she can. I know she would have been in Milwaukee. I know she would have been in Chicago. Um, our niece, the first concert when we went to Pittsburgh, she would have been there because her goddaughter is now in school in Pittsburgh and Maureen would have been right there on that tour also. I think she would have loved it. And I swear to God, she's looking down at us. Oh, she's yeah. here. Loving it. And like I said in the letter, the ironic thing about Mo is she would have rather had her family experience all of these bruised things than herself alone. And so she's with us experiencing it all. This, I'm always very proud when and and kind of in awe of people that channel their grief into something positive um and so i think that this is something really wonderful and something each of you should be proud of that you are taking your love for your friend um your relative you know and and trying to show that, you know, to share this kind of love with the world and through Bruce's music, right? Absolutely. Correct. I mean, his music is so inspiring. Like, she, her playlist for chemo were, were all Bruce songs. And, you know, like Kathy said earlier, she planned the two trips when you know, she she knew like she wasn't doing well and she planned two trips to out of town concerts to go see him. And um it, it it's just he's so uplifting and you can relate to something in every one of his songs, you know, depending on like you said your third favorite is different depending on the day. I, I feel like that's how it is, depending on what you're going through in life, there's a song you can relate to. Because he has such a connection with people. Well, he's just a regular person who connects with everyone. And he's always out to do the right thing. You know, when he talks in his concerts, he doesn't do it as much as he used to. 
but you know, when he shares his stories, it's, he connects everybody where so many stars put themselves so far above everybody else and there's no connection. He just has always been just this guy who gets you, you know, he gets everybody. And his energy is so amazing. And that's one of the things that Mo had too, was the same amount of energy and everything she did. Oh, you didn't talk about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. my my lovely bride is a not a fan of his music, but she loves going to see him perform live. She just is amazed. She has a little crush on Max, um, which of course who doesn't? And um, she just is amazed at their energy and the joy that he shares for that plus three hours. He definitely outlasts his audience these days. There's no doubt. <laughs> yes, um, I, I have a slight bone to pick with people that, oh, I can't believe you're sitting down. Look, oh, I'm oh, old. I need it. to sit down. That doesn't mean I'm not loving the show. <laughs> My daughter was with us in St. Louis. It was her first concert, and, um, and she was surprised that people were yeah, this crew doesn't sit, Jesse. <laughs> I just thought, you like, respect those that do. You know, what was funny, um, I've always said I'm too old and out of shape to do the pit thing. I always get a seat. And then you see these 91-year-old fans that are doing the pit and getting to dance with Bruce, and I feel like I'm a lazy SOB. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have to wear comfortable shoes. Yes, I guess so. What else would you want our listeners to know about Mo and her legacy? She fought until the very end. She loved Bruce. She loved everybody in that band. She actually named her chemo bed Clarence. Clarence, I think, after Clarence in the E Street Band and Clarence, her guardian angel. Wow. And she lived until she died. And, you know, yeah. um, oh. one of my favorite lines is from the um, writer Neil Gaiman. And um, there is a comic book he wrote um, that stars death. And a young baby dies in the comic. And the baby says, is that all? And death says, you get what everyone gets a lifetime. And, you know, the truth is we want to, um, you know, we only get a lifetime we hope there's a life ever after. I believe there is. I don't want to get too um, sentimental or spiritual on this, but I believe there is. But this life, we only get one ride, and we want to, you know, I think we should be good to each other and try to help things. And it sounds like um, Mo was a kind person and always there to help people and to make people smile. And I think I would have liked her a great deal. And actually, that leads right into what Eileen wanted to say about the hashtag that they put in place because of her. So it was actually the day that Maureen passed away, and um, my sister had to pick up my nephews. We all went down to her house, and one of my nephews said, hashtag LLMM. And my sister was like, what are you saying? He said, we all have to live like Momac. So that's that's been our thing it's it's on our t-shirts it's on the fundraiser t-shirts that we had when we had a benefit um it's on our posts people constantly are tweeting it out and posting it and 
We all get it. We know what it's like, and it makes people stop and think that we need to live like Momac because she led an amazing life, and we all have to try to be just like her. Absolutely. Uh, tell me the Twitter account again. At MM Springsteen 16. At MM Springsteen 16. 16. I see it, and uh, I will now retweet it. Very good. And the Facebook page is at? It is Momac Springsteen Tour 2016. Okay. We got your tweet waiting to go. Okay, good. And then we will, um, uh, we will, we want to get as many green shirts out there as we can. Um, I, I just think this is a wonderful um, way to honor your friend and to raise a little money and to just to share her legacy. Um, and that's well Keeping done. Keeping the spirit alive. That yes. And. Just, and as you said, when two or three gather in her name, we would like two or three thousand <laughs> to gather right. in her name. <laughs> Absolutely. Very nice. Um, any final words or thoughts? We really appreciate you taking the time to yeah. talk with us. Thank you so much. It's so nice meeting you and giving us this opportunity to it's Joanne is like the the she gives credit to uh, me Vince and Kathy but um Joanne is like the yeah. spark plug here <laughs> we're like we just came up with t-shirts and an idea um Joanne has you know really taken this to the next level and we appreciate you helping to get the message well um, you know like I said when I'm watching them go through this journey and seeing how it's helping them and seeing the reaction that they get from people at these concerts, it really is something. And she's here and she's connecting with people and she's changing people through this whole process. It's hard to explain, but it's happening. I, I you know, have a little faith. There is magic in the night and I totally oh, agree. Oh, Thank you guys, I appreciate it. Um, um, but for now, I'm going to end this with grab your ticket and your suitcase. Thunder's rolling down this track. Well, you don't know where you're going now, and you know you won't be back. Well, darling, if you're weary, lay your head upon my chest. We'll take what we can carry. Yeah, and we'll leave the rest. Big wheels roll through fields where sunlight streams. Meet me in a land of hope and dreams. Thank and you. I have no doubt that Mo is waiting for us there. So thanks, guys. Have a great night. All right. Thank, Thank you, Jesse. Keep in touch. awesome uh this may be the most people i've had uh on a podcast but that's great so good um, we like to be different jesse 
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.